0: You know you could use a vacation right now, so consider Little Rock for your first trip of 2021 (laughs) with six stops on the U.S. Civil Rights Trail and dozens of Black-owned businesses and restaurants just waiting to serve you. It's the kind of place where Black History Month is celebrated all year long. So if you're big on Black culture, you're going to be big on Little Rock. Plan your safe visit today at
1: littlerock.com. Michelle Obama's number one bestseller, Becoming, is now in paperback and in a new adapted edition for young readers. In these books and in our lives, Becoming is always a journey. Ours is just beginning. All editions of Becoming are available wherever books are sold.
0: It's a new year and it's time for new possibilities and do we ever need them my god Cricket Wireless can help you make the easy switch to the mobile plan that's right for you starting at $30 a month Smile and switch to Cricket activation and other fees and restrictions apply terms subject to change see store for details If I kissed, if I held you tight in the morning light, how would you mind if I said how I felt in the lead tonight again? Because never, ever felt this way in my heart before. Oh, love has found its way in my arms tonight. (laughs) Ba, 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 (laughs) ba. Whoa. I love me. When I tell you I have been on an earth, wind, and fire
1: binge lately, I don't know who I have turned, I don't know who (laughs) I have become, but something about like. It just is so good. Like it's, so, it's just so good. Like know, it's music. You, you really get old <laughs> because like the songs come on, you start acting like your uncle Chucky used to
0: act at the reunion. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, what's that young lady on Instagram? The one who be imitating the aunties and uncles? Um,
1: oh, Have you seen yes, her? Was
0: she? <laughs> uh, Wait, it prime, prime seventeen. Some, prime. Yes,
1: yes. I can't think of her, but yeah, she. Oh, she's incredible. She's so perfect. It's so good. <laughs> She's, She's so, so good. good. She said, I got She's something. Like, no. Did you see the last one where she was talking about the uh, the road trip? No. You need to watch <laughs> it. Talk about how your mama gets you ready when it's a road trip. All right, now, y'all get up.
0: <laughs> <For> Anybody's <laughs> not in the car,
1: it's getting left. Now, why didn't you get your Wait, shower last night? I'm literally
0: night? looking at this now. <laughs>
1: now, why didn't you get your shower last night? Because you knew I'm leaving out early this morning. Mm-hmm. Y'all look <laughs> Not this shuffle away. <laughs> the cordless phone be my favorite. Wait, should, make sure y'all cut everything off. hi <laughs> beat y'all getting ready. How I beat y'all getting ready. You don't need two good bags. You don't need all that. I love her. I love her so much. like, you're not we're visiting Texas, you're not moving. <laughs> because oh, she's so good But this is the kind of stuff i know because i'm telling you i be jay i don't don't nobody live here but me but i be walking around this house fussing like that at myself mm-hmm, who in the mm-hmm. world left these lights on in here <laughs> because i mean and i be like all i do
0: is fuss around here, the house. <laughs> you left
1: the light on girl well who in the world i mean left the light on all night
0: I'm like, y'all just going to leave your shoes in the middle of the floor. And somebody picked this up off of here. I know you saw when it fell. I'm like, why is this here? Y'all didn't see what I cleaned this floor? You didn't see what I mopped? I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going
1: to, yeah, I found a meme today. I'm about to send it to you. It's like white children, white, white parents come home and be like, hello, my angels. How was your day? Black black parents come home and be like, now whose shoes is in the middle of the goddamn floor? Because my God. (laughs) I almost broke my neck.
0: (laughs) I wonder, white listeners, all six of you, (laughs) can you write in and let us know, has your mother ever told you to take the chicken out when you came home from school? Was that a thing? <laughs>
1: what's that a thing? I'm about to send it to you. It said black people whose shoes is in the limb room, not the living room. <laughs> whose shoes is in the limb room? Because your shoes don't go in the limb room. <laughs> said, honey, the,
0: I know you're not wearing no shoes in my house. That's me and Noah. Listen, Well, come on iPhone,
1: but it's a thing. It is so good. And I just love being black. And I, I, I just, I very much enjoy I it. I just wouldn't be, have it any other way. I just wouldn't. I very, very I much inhabited. It it. Well speaking other way. of which, praise the Lord, niggas. Yes, we haven't even <laughs> greeted you all. Please forgive us. Praise the Lord, niggas. We hope that you're doing well. How are you doing, sis?
0: You know, I have had a day, but it's just fine. Listen. It's um, you know, it's it's a day of necessity even though it was a day of chaotic energy. <laughs> and so, you know, lessons were learned, things were had, and I told you I listened to my Earth, Wind, and Fire, I've been listening to the All in All album. All right. Go get your life. I'll write a song for you, my cut. That's what <laughs> I on, almost gave you today. And I said, they're not going to know what that is. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs>
1: that's why that but young I, lady on Twitter last night called us geezers, because we say things that's like, exactly- <laughs> that's yes, my cut.
0: She's like, well, the geezers educated I me to
1: <laughs> Child. Talk about, she was born in 2006. I said, ma'am, <laughs> I had a master's degree in 2006. Please get off of my timeline. I saw Who's somebody child? in the comments be like, I lost my virginity. I, said, <laughs> I lost my virginity. Whose child year? is this? Whose kid? Like, she literally come up on the timeline. I'm like, little girl, where's your mother? What are you doing over here? This- what are you doing? I don't have children on
0: my timeline. What are you doing here? Paula Abdul, I didn't know Paula Abdul was a
1: dancer. She That's said, who, all she is. I know you didn't think she was no singer. <laughs> she said, I thought she didn't do nothing on American Idol like Randy Jackson. Little girl, please go find your mother and get First educated. All, Randy
0: Jackson is a producer, you ignorant little I twit. I mean, we have, we have
1: just, I mean, we've lost a generation. Gone, go I'm, I'm In concerned. I see,
0: you know, no, because my parents enjoyed music that I enjoyed. But, you know, I hate to be on this train. But it's just not the same anymore. And I do sometimes I feel geezerly because of you know, is it my is it my ears? Is it's it my spirit? It's totally happening.
1: Because I watched the Grammys last night just like this, Jay. Hold on.
0: Like, like Yonla in that
1: bonnet. No, I was like <laughs> I was like, look over my glasses like now who is this? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at what is that? Oh, this is Roddy Rich. Okay okay oh I, oh i know roddy rich <laughs> yes i was He's like the, roddy rich can sing i said i'm not gonna hold y'all but roddy rich is the vocalist okay can, he can sing yes yeah i mean really? even his style of rap oh, is actually yes. singing yeah <laughs> the
0: and unlock, the i mean be singing i said listen he got, a little, lock, I I got a little vocal I'm to him and be box, uh, like stick to the box hey pull up the hood get lazy hey okay Hey. It's, a, it's, a, it's like that. Yes. Yeah,
1: yes. like like, shit. He's Y'all think he rapping, but the man is a vocalist. Okay, you're mad. You right. You but right. We gonna give saying. it to that's, Roddy Rich. Yes. But I mean, I'm literally watching. I'm like, what is the BTS? Okay. I don't know. Okay.
0: So I have been seeing that all on the internet. I was and getting I'm getting
1: like, ready to, to face. How many you? behind the scenes do you all have? <laughs> 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 I didn't. Know. I was getting ready to FaceTime you. Like, put Noah on the phone. Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> Noah? Explain I'm about to ask this. me like, now if she knows what. Who a is BTS a, What is, is a BTS? Please, because I don't
0: know any of this is happening here. That's a behind the scenes. That's what I can tell you. <laughs> that's a vibe. Bi- Noah, I have a question. What's she doing now? All of a sudden, she wanna interrupt when I don't. Now she don't wanna come. Now she wanna. Now she don't wanna bust into ASAP. Noah don't wanna be on now. Hi. Question for Do you know Do you know what a BTS is? It's a singing group. What kind of singing group? Japanese. Okay. Okay. Well, they're they are Chinese or Japanese. Okay, they're Asian. They're of Asian descent. They're like really white. Oh. Okay. All right. They're literally, like, the color white, not, like, your type of white. <laughs> like, literally, this type of white. <laughs> like, She's pointing to my AirPod case. But a little bit lighter.
1: Oh, they're but a little... little
0: oh. but a little bit lighter and not as
1: glowing. Okay.
0: Like Do you know what they sing?
1: Ooh, Jesus. Uh, they sing...
0: Saying, you don't listen to their music, do you? Not like No, but I do listen to Black Pink. What's a Black Pink? Black Pink is a singing group. they girls. And. Where are they? Also, are they Asian? Also- she pointed at the AirPod case. Oh. <laughs> it's that they're a little bit whiter.
1: Oh, okay. Not as glowy.
0: Okay. As, um, okay, all right. I think you answered all my questions. Thank eyes, you so much. Um, wait, okay.
1: And they're, um, they're literally just um, a little bit
0: lighter. Okay. Wait, what else can you tell me outside of their skin? Jesus. I'm they dead. sing, um No 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 Go ahead. They sing um they sing Kill This Love and Do 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 Do. Okay. Um...
1: <laughs> Is that the name of the song? That's all the songs I know. Okay.
0: Oh, and they also sing "Ice Cream" with Selena Gomez. Oh no, Black not not J. S. Ice Cream.
1: Oh, there is a girl group called Ice Black Pink. Pink.
0: Okay, okay. Uh-huh. I did, Remember when I did a just dance to "Ice Cream"? Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was them. Oh. Gomez. Okay, got it. All right, thank you so much. I appreciate your help.
1: Black Pink. They have an album called Black Pink. Black Pink presents the album. There's uh. Let's see. There's songs on here called "Ice Cream with Selena Gomez." <laughs> okay. Okay. She okay. Knows they about. have a song called "Bet You Wanna" featuring Cardi B. Okay. Oh, Cardi B. Yes, okay. but the the song Doot Do 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 is not listed here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm searching for it. Perhaps it's on a more um, a, a previous recording of theirs. Oh, oh, I stand corrected. It's called doo 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 It is it is called doo do 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 and there is a do-do-do-do remix. Just, My word, I tell I you the get truth. Into the,
0: I couldn't get into the um to the conversation of bleaching oh, right there. God. But I that am- Internally howling because right now. I want you to
1: understand. <laughs> Whoo, I am overwhelmed. Honestly, I tried My girl to hold pointed it together. at the paper towel and then pointed at the air pocket. She K. said she They're goes, white, They're but but white, but not quite your kind of white. Not your
0: kind of white. She's like, like this white, and then pointed at the paper towel. She go Oh, no, like this white,
1: but not as glowy as Not that. as glowy. I said, Sweet <laughs> Holy Spirit, what is Noah talking about? She said, they're white, they're really white, but they're not quite your kind of white. It's really more of a true white. (laughs) (laughs) Pointing to the iPad, to the uh, the, 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 the AirPods case. They're really more of a true white, a glowy white, if you will. But not so glowy. Not so, not so glowy. Sam. Yo,
0: my girl be over here get. I, she last night she gonna tell me. I told her don't yuck my yum because she was wasting my shrimp my shrimp rolls. She gonna tell me don't yum my yum. That's
1: right. Don't girl me girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> girl, me girl. She said don't girl me girl. <laughs> said, girl, me girl. Okay. It's <laughs> like
0: yo, you are the worst. Do not get girl me.
1: Oh, that's a treat.
0: Well, we still have not. No, I'm sorry. How
1: are you, sis? I didn't even ask you how you doing. I'm hanging in. I don't have any complaints um okay. just trying to get the weeks off to a good start that's that's what i like to. Hear. that's what that's what we're doing over here um no complaints really we're safe and we have what we need
0: yes we're safe and we have what we need if that's not a word because because of the pandemic i have more than what i need actually. i was actually
1: saying like even when i was writing my prayer journal last night it was like you know i've learned so much you know, I think uh, my relationship with God, I feel like has been kind of separate, right? And I think, mm-hmm. not separate, I should say, but I was reading this thing in one of the devotionals I read that was talking about having childlike faith, right? So like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes some of our relationship with God ha- are skewed because our relationship with our parents has some stress or strain, but like thinking about a father's love, you know, uh, hmm And, like, how, like, as parents, we are innately wired to trust. I mean, as children, we are innately wired to trust our parents. When Mm -hmm. we are little itty-bitty tiny tots, we are not stressed out about whether or not we're going to eat. We know that mommy takes care of that. Mm -hmm. And so I've been thinking and really getting back to that childlike relationship with God, you know, just in my own faith walk. And I just, that that I'm safe and I have what I need is not only, like, you know, it's a fact, but it's, it's also an affirmation. It's a reminder that he, despite what my circumstances are, what my conditions may be, what my emotions may be feeling like right now, mm-hmm. I'm safe and I have what I need. And there's no need to mm-hmm. worry for those kinds of things, because no matter what, God has proven himself faithful to supply everything that I'm dealing with. Like, you know, take care. He takes care of me in ways that it's, I don't have to trip. I don't have to go to bed worried. So I'm safe and I have what I need is really something that I'm truly trying to, to really drill into myself. Something I'm saying every day Mm -hmm. I'm safe and I have what I need. I have what I need. need. I'm I'm, I'm safe and I have exactly what I need. So all is right.
0: All is well.
1: I lit my candles for the new
0: moon. I know Kia's like, what? Exactly. And (laughs) I'm just going to, (laughs) hey, hey i too am safe what i have what i need <laughs> i have my my little seats over here for spirit if they won't come sit down the candles are going got some water you want a little molasses maybe some rum you know what i'm saying we we're out here on our on our walks okay <laughs> so but we do have trash to get into and i think it's a fun trash today yes yeah, so let's do it
1: okay <laughs>
0: All right, we got trash to get <laughs> So, the Grammys were
1: last night. Yes, they were. Did you watch them in full? Full? No. Okay. I, I was sort of in and out. I watched the Housewives of Atlanta and Married to Medicine, mm-hmm. and then I kind of turned it back on to the... Because I tried, right? I cut on the Grammys at... Um, 8 p.m. when Mm -hmm. they came on Mm -hmm. and saw a bevy of people that I had no idea who they were so Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm just gonna go on back over to Atlanta and watch Cynthia get married (laughs) um and then I'll come back over here and see if I recognize anybody did you see Dustin in the
0: background anywhere at the Grammys? Yeah, no, 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 and oh, uh, at
1: Cynthia's wedding. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was looking for him, but you know, uh, um, Bravo didn't record Cynthia's wedding, so what they actually aired was like cynthia's marriage video footage oh got like it. whatever they paid their photographers and videographer for got it i um, mean so as such it wasn't really like tv quality but i was looking like where's dustin at but <laughs> hopefully I somewhere behind him. that mask that's what I said. I said i hope i don't see his face I, was, I see him behind ppe because this is what i'm concerned like, Where about are dustin's eyeballs that's all i want to say i was certainly looking but no, I did watch that. But no, I did watch little bits and pieces of the Grammys. Um, and I said that I was gonna go back. I I t- chimed in just in time to see, um, um, Meg, Meg The Stallion and Cardi B perform. Yeah. Um, I saw. I, I said that I was gonna go back and watch the Bruno Mars and Anderson I, Pack performance. I, I saw Harry Styles. I love,
0: I love Bruno Mars. I really tried to fight that. Um, did you try to fight that? I did. I tried to fight it. I was like, you know, this is not my type of time, but it is. <laughs> but it is my type of time. I actually really thoroughly enjoy Bruno Mars.
1: <laughs> I need to go back and watch the the performance. Um, And Anderson Pop, And yeah. both
0: of them are great performers.
1: Absolutely. Um, what did you think of the Cardi? So what did you think of the Cardi and, and Meg uh, performance?
0: <clears throat> well,
1: um, you know... I'm always, you know, it's good to see Meg on such a large stage. Love it, right? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it is exactly what we expect mm-hmm. a Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B performance to be. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's still a lot for me. Now I won't say a lot, but you know, to see literally stripper poles and and Meg's cheeks twerking on CBS on tell a Sunday you, I night. I lived. I said,
0: <laughs> I have never. I was like, I woo, would see a full ass. Twerk, I said wow. a stage, and I'm what living toward I love it. Good. I was like, wow. Good. Um, listen. Them white men was losing. I know they was lo- <laughs> losing their minds. Because <laughs> I seen how this white man looked at one of my sister's bridesmaids at her wedding sometime back. Cause she's got a she's we have wagons. Amen. She has It is who we are. We have wagons. She mm. has
1: a U-Haul. So oh my.
0: there is literally a picture where she was, it was her turn to walk down the aisle <laughs> and this white man in the background face like, looked like something I have never, and we
1: <laughs> died when them pictures came back. That's hilarious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but died. yes,
1: I enjoyed it. it. It was like, okay, well, it's the time. What a time to be alive. I love it. Um, congratulations to
0: Megan for best. Yes. new Best new artist, which is it's not something you're gonna get again because you ain't a new artist, but one time <laughs>
1: so. she did well. She's I mean and I mean all she got her three and it was dope. And I saw her and I saw her acceptance uh with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um and I saw Beyonce get the you know, break the record and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. That was that was amazing. Um Yeah.
0: I mean That was the highlight, I think. I saw me.
1: Taylor Swift sit sitting there looking like a bouquet of flowers from Trader Joe's. Okay, that's um. who that that's who that was with that mask yes i mean her whole she looked like a uh, listen the 5.99 bunch of of flowers from the trader joe's that's what she was giving
0: i love them for dinner they're nice for a thursday night (laughs) you know you know what i'm saying practical a practical Um, choice you know taylor Um, swift just irritates me like my she chafes my nipples and i can't quite (laughs) figure out why she just does she just makes my nipples itch um but i was very happy i was very happy for our, our black winners to see megan up there get her things i love seeing megan i love you know we love seeing cardi women like cardi we love seeing them get their things in these spaces you know what i'm saying because these spaces don't be meant for us so we're happy to see them get some acknowledgement some recognition even though there are long histories of um a lack of inclusion uh, right in such spaces uh you know i hate to be the speculator Uh uh-oh but matink's cardi is pregnant and so, I don't, it's not a weight gain thing. She just, I, she's giving me pregnant.
1: And I, I, I've never been pregnant, but I know that pregnant, pregnant people have this uh, sense <laughs> often mm-hmm, people who have mm-hmm, been pregnant. Mm-hmm. I should say people who have been pregnant. Cause my mom is, is the queen of all of that. And I have yeah. just, I mean, even when I was a young girl, she would look at my friends who were maybe four days pregnant and be like, you know, she pregnant. And I'm like, excuse me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what? You're out of your mind. And I mean, she just knew immediately. So I, I, I completely accept that. Uh, if, if you got that sense from her, I think it's, it is, it is a viable possibility. It is.
0: Lord Jesus. But,
1: um, if she is good, congratulations to the family.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I, I still I Growing, love party. Growth and expansion. Growth and expansion. A culture will have her a little sibling if she's pregnant. I'm just I was getting pregnant from her. A lot of people were were making disparaging comments because of, really? of you know, they love to talk
1: about her ass or you know, her weight gain. Well, yeah. She's and a I grown mean so the woman. thing about it is I said that so and I hope that people didn't take my little because I tweeted just because now you know Cardi herself has talked about her own dancing and how she's not really a strong dancer but mm-hmm. she likes to dance and mm-hmm. that's why she does it. So I said like you know I kind of felt myself watching the whole performance like you know doing the eight counts in my head because I felt like Cardi was just a hair above the beat. <laughs> like I just wanted her to slow down like come on like, like, like I was like Yes, I was over here like, come on. We're not
0: even talking about her dad. People were making disparaging comments about her body.
1: Well, no, I'm saying, I mentioned, when I mentioned that, everybody Mm. was saying, it's all that ass weighing her down. And I was like, ass doesn't weigh you down. I'm Mm -hmm. here to tell you, I know Mm -hmm. for myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But... uh, No, no.
0: (laughs) But it's just like... I just I'm, I'm
1: getting a little y'all just so up. mad with Cardi and I just want y'all to leave her alone they
0: really do be very bothered with her and honestly if you really watch the girl she really does just mind her business
1: she's not bothering nobody she do what she want with her money if she Cardi want to make her butt as big as listen this my dick if that's her business she can afford it y'all let Pamela Anderson walk around like that forever I mean, what the hell? Leave cardi so, alone. Let
0: the girl do whatever she wants to to her butt. And if she is expecting, congratulations. Let her do that. You know, announce that in her own time. I guess. I speculate <laughs> she's pregnant.
1: spec? Speculate on what says. So basically, to wrap up
0: for the Grammys, mm-hmm. just we let's just do a little quick recap. Let's do it. Blue, Beyonce, and Megan, all Grammys. Blue Ivy is the second, excuse me, Blue Ivy Carter, <laughs> is the second musician under the age of ten to win a Grammy, okay, because she's nine. And we are Beyonce being able to give her child a Grammy. Hello. How beautiful is that? Megan won, we talked about Best New Artists. She won as she's the first female rapper to win Best since New Artist Lauren since, Hill, since right? Lauren Hill in ninety 99. Mm-hmm. In 99. And Savage is the first female collab in history to win Best Rap Performance at the Grammys. Period. period. And then we talked about Beyonce and her history that she made. Like, it was a historic just, night. It was a historic night. It was beautiful, and I love it. And shout out to all of them. Um, and other gross Uh-oh. news. Uh, there was an attack on an Uber driver. And I believe it was in the Bay, maybe San I think Francisco. I saw the video that you're
1: talking about.
0: With the three girls? Yes. yes, so one of them had a mask on, the other two didn't. The driver asked them to put mask on, and he had a camera in his car, so they it caught everything. Asked them to put the mask on, the girls didn't put the mask on, they ripped the man's mask off his face. They coughed on him. One of them tried to cough on him, told him they had COVID, and then tried to snatch the man's phone off of the dashboard. That is... I, and one of them kept yelling nigger
1: and she did but she didn't listen she, and listen. that wasn't her place
0: to do listen. so <laughs> so i'm irritated one uh the uh one of the black one she's in jail really and then uh-huh she's already turned herself in and she's in jail and then they're waiting on the other one who kept saying nigger to turn herself in Y'all could have just been like your little friend in the middle and put your damn mask on and left that man alone. But you had to be out here doing the fucking most. It's not cute. Like, I was
1: watching it and I was like, they think this behavior is cute. I don't, because I I kept saying, why? Like, I, I didn't understand what they were so angry about. What was the, like, I couldn't, like, because from what I could tell, the man never said anything to them. Like, him asking them to wear a mask, I don't feel like is, it's unreasonable and they had mass no
0: and he said he was going to let them out and they were like you can't let us out in the middle of nowhere we don't even know where we at blah 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 and they were saying that was where he was wrong he's like i don't want to ride with this energy in my car and i don't i can't drive uber i can't i'll tell you I that know, right I now i can't i can't because I will get to cussing all of you out. And then I'm not going to say what's going to happen next. But it will be ugly and I will be in jail. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's just best if you're going to have. to, st- But don't be out in the streets acting like this. If you all have seen that video. I- we have young listeners who listen to this. I know you like to kiki with your friends and kick it with your friends. Don't don't be out in the streets acting like this. And don't let your little friend. Don't, don't hang out with people who act like this. This shit is not cute. It's
1: unreasonable.
0: Nothing about it is cute. Nothing about it is cool. Nothing about it is sexy. Nothing about it is cute um what we got next Sharon Osborne. oh Christ my god so I know mm. you know because I did not watch the special I told you in Yabba shout out to Dr. Yaba Blay by the I way mean. can we just give another shout out to Dr. Yaba Blay for coming here on getting grown and blessing a us treat. a special treat she was oh my god such a decadent special <laughs> one-of-a-kind treat um what was I about to say? But so I didn't watch I still didn't watch the special and I I, I can't I don't know if I'm going Well to. you mean what special but are you talking about? You're talking about the The Megan the Megan Merkel and Oh gotcha um, and gotcha Oprah. gotcha gotcha but I did see a clip uh where uh Sharon Osborne was shedding big white woman crocodile tears on the view mm-hmm. and getting feisty because she was called out on the mm-hmm. talk. Uh it's all the same <laughs> to me. It's the <laughs> <laughs> the real, the view, the talk, the circle, the this, the, I don't know what the fuck, um, the fuck, but <laughs> she was on there talking <laughs> and crying because she called out, you know, trying to be brave on Twitter and, and say, oh, I support you, Pierce Morgan. You know, I know everybody is against you, but he's my friend. And then got called out, oh, so you friends with a racist. Right. That's what you're telling us, you friends with a racist, which then makes you complicit. And she's, I'm not racist. And what has he said that's racist and really was willing to die on mm-hmm. this hill. And Cheryl Underwood. Shout out to Cheryl Underwood. And who was it? Elaine Wiltroth? Yes. But shout out to Cheryl especially who kept her composure and her calm in addressing uh, Sharon and her big white woman river tears.
1: Child, okay, so like you said Sheryl Underwood, I felt like was used by the Lord right so, so <laughs> because I felt like it has was nothing but the Holy Ghost that kept her off of Sharon Osborne's neck. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, watching that was triggering to me because you know unfortunately, I have experienced the reckless ways that white women weaponize their emotions and use them, you know, to defend uh, white supremacy and and defend their biased and bigoted views and practices. I think that um, it is interesting because in these cases, it's always a hit dog hollering because Mm -hmm. Cheryl Underwood, if you listen to the words that she actually said out of her mouth, um, she was asking uh Sharon Osborne, you know, it what she like it whether or not she expected or how she expected, or if she was ready for the response that she was going to get from mm-hmm. people. Um, you know, how like are you ready? Are you aware of, do you know that how people are going to respond? Are you worried how that might reflect on you? How your public support of someone who mm-hmm. is being called a racist or being called out for his racist practices and you are supporting that person. Are you worried about how, what kind of, what kind of ways that reflects on you as an individual? Mm -hmm. Never once did anyone accuse Sharon Osborne of being racist. Nope. But my grandmama said, if you throw a rock in a pack of dogs, the one that's hit is going to holler. That's it. And Sharon started hollering and cussing immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it, it become, it was interesting, the position that she took, because when I say that way that white women weaponize their emotions, it's like they, their, their innate response is to spin the situation into their victimhood Mm -hmm. all of the time. And what was most audacious to me about the whole exchange was her demanding um educate me she was saying educate me prove to me show me what it is that Pierce has said that was racist mm-hmm. now why the fuck do I need to do that And my thing is if you like this you're making it about semantic like you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. there's a difference between educate me and prove to me you were you were saying educate me let me know racism is bigger than saying the n-word and 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 yep. saying explicitly overtly racist things. White people mm-hmm. refuse to acknowledge and there, and there's also a tendency to conflate responsibility and accountability, right? Yep. We or, what is what is missing oftentimes is the acknowledgment that systems of white supremacy function in these ways. And regardless of your personal behavior, your personal beliefs, your personal statements and how you move, there are ways that you have benefited from systems of racism and your refusal Mm -hmm. to acknowledge that is what is racist. Mm. Mm -hmm. and I don't I I think that and people want to talk about and we and we all because of the insidious nature of white supremacy there are ways that we all have to acknowledge our complicity but your refusal to acknowledge it and your dismissing it as this myth was something that we made up that is what is racist Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. what is demeaning you you it's like Mm -hmm. me saying like I mean like you don't recognize that somebody like it's not race. White people don't get to say that's not racist. That's fascinating to me that no. white people want to say they get to sit in judgment and determine who is racist and who is not when they have never ever ever suffered at uh, you know under, of 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 what it means. Like you don't know what it means. You've never experienced racism. You've never been on the end on the end of it on that end of it. So you don't Mm-mm. get to say Mm-mm. that's not racist. White people are, mm-hmm. uh, why do white people are, why are they so committed to saying Pierce Morgan is not racist? How do you know? You do not know. You know. Do you know whether you are racist? What it does indicate to me is that y'all don't even really understand how racism works and you're not interested in doing that. And that in and of mm. itself is what is racist. Mm-hmm. But what is like, it? I, I, I commend Cheryl Underwood, but the fact of the matter is she exercised a muscle that all of us, a lot of black women who find themselves working in, in proximity to white women, when it comes to these mm-hmm. things, we have to be aware of our emotions and our responses yep. and our body language in ways that white women don't even have to. Yep. Watching her beat, like Cheryl Underwood was so conscious of what she was saying. She thought of every word before it exited her mouth. And she did. And she thought she didn't even want to raise her hands. She sat there with her hands in her lap because she recognized that if because anytime we we raise our hands, our our passion, our excitement, our intensity is always considered violent or threatening. Mm-hmm. So Cheryl mm-hmm. Underwood sat there with her hands in her lap and tried to explain mm-hmm. to a woman who she knew or thought she knew and thought knew her. And then to see this woman completely turn on her and cuss her out on television, speak to her in a demeaning, condescending, patronizing tone. She never once, she never once stopped to listen. She never she once immediately tried to take jumped to the defense. In. She immediately jumped to the defense And fence. when
0: she was off cameras,
1: was was cussing and fussing all behind 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 the scenes. My thing is, and and you know, she apologized. And I thought that it was, it was like, it was such, it was such a white apology (laughs) and that it's like, I, you know, and my my thing is I say that because she apologized to the black community when anyone who is anti-racist or recognizes the harm and dehumanization that happens at the hand of racism, regardless of your race, you are disgusted by racism. So she needed to apologize to the world for her behavior. But the fact that she focused her apology at black people further proved to me that she doesn't understand what she's even apologizing for compounded with the fact that she did not apologize to Cheryl or Elaine, the women who she spoke so disrespectfully to on international television. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, that's not an apology. It's not, it's not an apology. You don't nope. even recognize, isn't an apology if you don't even recognize what it is that you are apologizing for. You just want to nope. patch things up with black folks. And the mm. issue is bigger than that. Mm. So, I mm. mean, it was it was triggering because unfortunately myself, a lot of people that I mm-hmm. work with, A lot of people that I know of, strangers all across the world, anybody who works Mm -hmm. in close proximity to white women understand how when white women get emotional, everything shuts down. Their emotion has a way of commandeering a conversation like nothing else ever in the whole wide world. When they are emotional, I mean, national, international agendas change. Things shut down. It's true. Things completely come to a screeching halt. And this is the case. <laughs> it's a case study of that. It's an example. Sharon's meltdown on television has resulted in the whole show taking a hiatus mm-hmm. because they cannot have any manner of resolution because her emotions mm-hmm. are in that much control of this situation that this entire production has got to shut down. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they don't even yeah. recognize, I don't know if they recognize it. I feel like they do. But the kind of power that 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 wheels in the world mm. is what the issue is. And I feel bad mm-hmm. because I wanted to be a little bit better prepared to talk about this. But the bottom line is. These are the kinds of oh, I think things you're doing a wonderful job. These are the kinds of things we talk about, you know. Think about when I did that, I had the opportunity to do that op-ed for, for essence. I'm hoping that I can get a chance to write some more on this because I feel like there's got to be a lot more breaking down of what these systems and structures look like. This is the kind of cheap, mm-hmm. incremental, first order, let me patch it up. This is a band-aid or what where a blood transfusion needs to happen. Mm. So if we, we need to, and I really feel like what I'm learning is that we have to go all the way back to the basics. People have to understand the basic fundamentals of these systems and how they work and how we all work within them in order for us Mm -hmm. to get to the change that we need to, that we need to see. But I saw on Mm -hmm. Elaine Welteroth's, uh, Twitter, she quoted her friend Raul and she said, uh, being stupid is a privilege. Mm. Everybody doesn't have the privilege of being stupid, and that I felt like mm. <laughs> like being stupid is a privilege. And your st- stupidity, when your stupidity can shut shit down, that is literally the height of all privilege. Mm. And I think at this mm. point, what I think at this point. It's a willful stupidity. It's a willful ignorance. It is not a coming to the table with a real willingness to learn. It is like, I don't believe this. You have to prove it to me. You're not even open to the possibility that what you're doing is wrong. And that is where the breakdown happens. Mm. When Jay comes to me and tells me that I've done something to offend her. I would never say, fuck you. Uh uh-uh, uh, I know I ain't done shit no. to you. Because I care about her Mm-mm. as a person, I want you to Mm-mm. tell me, help me to understand if I have in my ignorance done something to offend somebody that I love. My my initial reaction is never immediate defense. I don't have to no. defend myself to people who know my heart. No. So, I think it's very telling. If somebody, if if you, if, the, if you hear racism, if I say the word racism to you and your initial thought is, is she calling me racist? That's a problem. That's something you got to check within yourself. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, like, why is it? What is the immediate defense about? Because if I had no idea, like, help me. There's a difference. I think there's a difference. And we should have a conversation about. I'm trying to think about who we can have on the show to really unpack this. Or maybe I just need to get myself together and really like plan it out. I
0: listen. I think we just we just get ourselves together and plan it. out. I threw it on there as a quick trash topic, mm. but I think it's something worth expounding on. We already talked about um, talking, you know, opening up the conversation about colorism and how that displays itself in many ways. Yaba talked about white supremacy and how it displays in many ways, and I think that this is a conversation definitely worth. Uh, going into more depth about but shout out to you Cheryl because I would have knocked the block off of her
1: I just want to check on her as anyone <laughs> checked on her as anybody checked in with her I just feel like we this is a time where we need to be wrapping our arms around Cheryl and making sure that she's facts. good because facts what
0: because <laughs> is everybody crazy this Yes,
1: I was literally I mean, my hands got hot as I watched it. My hands were literally the palms of my hands were burning because I wanted to slap somebody that bad. (laughs) Like It was just like the like literally dog walker. Like you just literally won't put
0: her on a leash and walk her ass because you're you're sitting there watching this lady. She
1: talked to Cheryl
0: like the help because that's what she because that's how she do feels. you see how quick you absolutely reflected how she see how quickly
1: the tables turned though do you see how when she, when she felt threatened it became you work for me and and she and she told cheryl and she's like and you better not Girl, cry don't you don't deserve start. to cry i only deserve to i cry. mean is that not the literal demonstration of dehumanization you tell right you there. told that woman that her emotions are not valid. You don't give a crap about what she, she you better, you not, better cry. not cry. Like are you dumb? Bitch, how about I
0: literally fucking flick your <laughs> tear ducts right now? You better not cry. <laughs> like,
1: so now you can tell me what to do with my face, with my tears, with my emotions? You don't get to police that. You don't get to tell me that.
0: I would have flood the room with my tears.
1: I said, let me tell you something. Are you crazy? That's the kind of, they don't even acknowledge our humanity to to the extent where our emotions matter. We're not even seen as people who, Mm -hmm. when under attack, have an emotional response that that is valid. It's okay for you to be emotional right now, but I can't.
0: Yes. Wow, white womaning displaying itself right in the fucking flesh through Sharon Like Osborne. I just,
1: I just want y'all to know, a lot of people, and I tell my friends who are fortunate, there are lots. I have thankfully, I have a lot of friends who are creatives and who are in business for themselves and who get to work um, closely with other people of color, other black people, and literally be surrounded. You don't know how gifted you are you don't know the blessing of that because there are those of us Mm -hmm. who have been out here in negotiating spaces with people who don't even recognize our humanity with Mm -mm. people who think that we are sent there to do their bidding and i'm talking about me i'm talking about me having four degrees and people talking to me like i am the i am my boss's secretary Mm. people talk to me like Mm. i keep her calendar and my boss is she affirms me tell her you have a phd you're not my secretary if she want to have a meeting with me Mm. then she need to talk to my assistant she don't need to talk to you but there are people because because Mm. of who i am in the body that i show up in they are programmed Mm -hmm. to see me in a certain kind of way Mm -hmm. i mean and compound that with the fact that i come in here with nails and, and door knockers. And I refuse to be anything other than myself. So I further, Good. I further mess up their, their mind. Right. Because my name is Takia and I got a big booty and only, only, <laughs> only Taki, only girls named Takia with big booties, they couldn't possibly have PhDs and be in here telling me about myself. What? Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. I mean, there's just a lot. I, I like this, this was triggering to me because I've literally been in spaces with people who have been as dismissive and as hurtful as Sharon has been in? Thank God, I've. I mean, I. Well, thank. I mean, thankfully, it's not been on such a major platform. And this is just, you know, everyone. I'm not dismissing or diminishing. I'm just saying, I could. What What I saw resonated with me. And I know it resonated with a lot of Black women, women of color who work mm-hmm. under, work with, work next to work around white women and have at at any time when there any sort of conversation about their accountability immediately becomes uh you know all they have to do is shed a tear or get red in the face and then it's yep. like well what can we do to make you feel better
0: i had a white man come one time it's worse when you're and i'm not going to say it's worse not, it's not a comparison but it's just as bad in the service industry oh for sure um i had a catering gig I'm at my reg my regular client's house. I think eight years deep. I I've been uh he's been my client. I had a white man come into the kitchen. Um, and take his. It wasn't denture Invisalign or something, and put it on one of the catering plates that like I put to the side for the servers to take out. I looked at him. I said, "Now what in the fuck?" Makes you think that this is a fucking, like, a holder for your fucking Invisalign. <laughs> who raised you? Like, what were you raised by? Was it squirrels? What were you raised by? So, you know, I do think we need to have a conversation. I think there's a lot of very unaware people out there. And there's a lot of people who are willfully ignorant and don't want to be made aware. Such as Sharon Osbourne. Absolutely. But... I think we definitely, we're definitely going to have that conversation. We say that often, but that's coming up in the next couple weeks on getting grown. But we've gone very long with this trash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, do we even we're need even a kitchen to shout, at out. This point? shout out to shout Beyonce. Out.
0: Shout out to Megan. <laughs> shout out to Blue. Um,. And our our kitchen table is not, it's not super inundated, but it is uh, a good conversation. So let's hurry up and get over it. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 I know that we're knee deep in this week's episode of Getting Grown and we're going to get back to the business in just a minute. But before we do, I wanted to recommend a podcast that I'm sure you're going to love. Built to Last is a podcast by American Express that highlights the stories, history, and continued legacy of black owned small businesses that shape American culture. The debut season focuses on Black-owned small businesses that need our support now more than ever. In each episode, host Elaine Welteroth explores the story of a Black business trailblazer of the past that has inspired a modern Black-owned business. The podcast features small business owners like Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant slutty vegan, Anifa Mowimba, a cutting-edge designer, and so many other amazing small business owners. Plus, there's a special check-in with modern-day Renaissance woman, our girl, Issa Rae. As Built to Last uncovers and celebrates past and present stories of Black entrepreneurship in America, we hope to encourage all of our listeners to support these businesses and also the Black-owned businesses in your community. Check out the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, wherever you get your favorite podcast
0: i don't know how many pancakes i made during quarantine but i'm over it so i'm ready for something new just egg scrambles cooks and tastes just like the eggs you're used to but it's made from plants just egg is protein packed but with less saturated fat and no cholesterol if you have two chicken eggs with breakfast that's already 124 percent of your recommended cholesterol for the day the science is pretty clear Plant-based diets can have a dramatic improvement in everything from heart health to life longevity. Just Egg tastes and cooks just like conventional eggs. Put it in an omelet, scramble, french toast, banana bread, pad thai, whatever you like to do with eggs. Just Egg is also better for the planet using 93% fewer carbon emissions and 98% less water than a conventional egg. It takes 53 Yes, you heard me right. Gallons of water to produce a single egg. So. I have already told you all my reservations about just egg. I have them no longer. I've been making breakfast sandwiches. I've been I took them up on their challenge. I did the, the French toast I told you all about. I made me an omelet with some spinach and cheese and tomatoes and peppers. Quite delicious. And. I even tried this Pad Thai business. I said, if I'm going to read these ads, I'm going to do this shit. And that's what I did. So I made Pad Thai, and at the end, I put my Just Egg in. When I tell you it was delicious, I did it in fried rice. Just Egg is exactly what you need for uh, a plant-based diet or if you're just trying to clean a few things up. You can find Just Egg pretty much anywhere at most grocery stores, including Whole Foods, Walmart, and Kroger and on Amazon Prime Now or Instacart. Just Egg, a better egg for you and your family. Thank you, Just Egg. It's a great product and from a company with a great mission. Mission,
1: mission. mission. Okay, y'all, let's get around the kitchen table right quick. I want us to have a quick check-in. Jade and I have been talking about something off air and thought it would be cool to continue the conversation around the kitchen table. We talk a lot on the mm-hmm. show about um, cultivating practices of self-care learning and and really doing the hard work of learning who you are, what you need, what your strengths are, where your areas of growth are, and then literally getting mm-hmm. serious around, uh, you know, taking the steps and doing the work to build a life that, you know, you are seeking. Um, mm-hmm. and we talk a lot, we've had whole shows about checking in on our emotions and, and, you know, being aware of our emotions, but not being ruled by them. Um, Getting in a space of responding and not just reacting, not rushing Mm -hmm. to judgment, but making decisions from a place of information and not always a place of panic or distress. And so Mm -hmm. we wanted to talk about that, extend that conversation by really talking about some of the things that we are doing in our own lives to really grow those muscles of doing this self care work, so the self care work, the mm-hmm. work of learning yourself and getting better. This is the real adulting, where you can acknowledge where you need to grow, where some of your where some of your uh, limitations are, how you can address those things, and how to kind of move forward. So we're mm-hmm. gonna do like a, yep. a uh, you know, just sort of a self check in. Um, what are some, we're going to share some of the things that we are learning along our journey, um, and hope that you guys will, you know, jump in to the conversation via social media and let us know if there mm-hmm. are things that you have learned about yourself. And as a result, what are some of the different choices that you're making in your life? Um, sound good, sis?
0: Cause self-care is such a, it sounds perfect. Cause self-care is such a buzzword. Yeah. It's such a, you know, we use it ourselves. We have a whole segment, black woman self-care, um, but what like what does that really entail? And when we talk about doing that self work and we mention it, you know, loosely, hey, you know, I'm doing these things or I'm journaling or whatever. But what else does that include? What are the hard parts of yeah. that? Yeah. What are the What are the pieces that we get into? Yeah, let's get into it.
1: Let's get so, into it. So, I'll I'll start and then um, I'll kick it to you, sis. But one All of right. the things that I've been learning in my journey. Would it, you know, whether it be through conversations with my therapist or just my own personal reflection time and thinking about myself and my practices and my habits and why do I do things this way? One of the things that I've learned, area of growth that I'm working on um, as it relates to my emotion is that I tend to internalize what's going on around mm-hmm. me. Um, and, you know, that can quickly escalate into me you know, responding from a place of worry or fear or, you know, upsetment. Um, if I have a conversation or if I get some feedback or if, if something doesn't go according to plan or, you know, if someone, you know, even if someone's having a bad day and, you know, just the way that they engage with me is a little bit, you know, curt or, you know, terse. I Instead of me just sort of saying, well, you know, well, maybe she's dealing with something today. I will literally sit and think, mm-hmm. well, I wonder what I did to upset her. Um, and, mm. and that's something I'm not really proud to admit out loud on in front of hundreds of thousands of people, but, but <laughs> I mean, the truth <laughs> is it's honest. I can, I have, I have internalized things that I didn't need to internalize before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so one of the things that one of the systems that I've kind of put in place to help me manage that is, you know, I have, friends that I call accountability, people that I can, you know, Hey, this is, you know, I just, I just experienced this So I just had a conversation and had me kind of feeling a certain kind of way. Can you help me think about Mm -hmm. this? Can you help me process this? Can you let me know if I'm just in my feelings or if there's something else going on here? I'll reach out to Latoya. I'll reach out. I've reached out to Jay before I've reached out to Keisha, Crystal, everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, anyone, anyone who I can, who I know that I can trust, who I know knows me and knows my heart um, and can help me sort of slow down and not be in that emotional place um, and just mm. talk through things. If, if one of my friends is not available, I've also was telling Jade, like I have like 48,000 <laughs> notebooks
0: and she's not lying. Jade
1: all of my notebooks, like all of the notebooks, literally millions <laughs> of notebooks, all, oh over, all over my office all over my house every single where because i've also noticed that before i you know it doesn't take long for my mind to get to racing in the wrong direction um and one of the things that another thing that i've noticed that has been helpful to me is i will just take mm-hmm. out a notebook or a piece of paper and start to just sort of process things with myself even or make a list mm-hmm. or even just sort of write down sometimes i'll jot down a little prayer And I used to feel like a crazy person for doing this. But the fact of the matter is sometimes my mind can be racing and going so fast that I really even the practice of writing things down in my notebook helps me to just kind of get back to a place where I'm thinking rationally and not emotionally. Mm -hmm. And that has been Mm -hmm. super, super helpful to me. There are things that I say when we were talking about earlier at the start of the show, I'm safe and I have what I need It's some of the things that I say Mm -hmm. to kind of bring myself back from just, you know, over processing, over internalizing, you know, if even if I get caught up in Instagram and I'm swiping and I'm looking at somebody's thing and having some sort of reaction, it's just like, girl, this is not your business. You know, like, why are you getting upset about this? Like, what? why are you getting upset? Like, okay, like this is her, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you check yourself? These are the things that I'm putting Mm -hmm. in place in my life to check myself so that I'm always Mm -hmm. moving from a place of information and from a place of faith and security and, and, mm-hmm. and clarity and having all the information that I need to, before making a decision, instead of moving from this reactionary place where it's like I'm in danger, I have to defend myself, I have to protect myself, something's going wrong. Because nine times out of nine, just about, when I slow down mm-hmm. and think things through, things are never as dire as they seem in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's never, mm-hmm. you know, I've pissed somebody off, they hate me, they're never gonna to speak to me again. It's never as bad as my mind can go to um almost immediately. So that helps me to sort of recognize that this is kind of my default setting and I need to work on changing that. And before I can even start about mm-hmm. think about changing it, it, it really starts with me acknowledging that that's what it is. And building new habits of handling things so that I can move differently in my life.
0: That is a beautiful transition
1: because <laughs>
0: um, that's, that's actually what it's been for me is acknowledging first and foremost what it is. Because yeah. what I've realized with myself, I will go along to get along. It's not a problem. Yeah, sure. This is not. Yeah, let's do it. No, go ahead. It's not a problem. Nothing's a problem. Everything's good. Um, and mostly I do that with my loved ones. Cause it's not, most of the time it's fine. You know what I'm saying? But there are moments and I've said this before. That's why, you know, I may lash out at a nigga in the street who deserves it. (laughs) Let's just be very clear. But I said, you know, maybe some of those reactions come from you internalizing other things and then you save it for the outside Mm -hmm. world and you're like, okay, whoever deserves it can get it. But why even let that energy leak that way? You know what I'm saying? So I had to acknowledge first and foremost. I had a moment this morning. I called Kia. I was ready to (laughs) light everything on fire. Okay? Everything. I was ready to light everything on fire. And she helped me to calm down for a second, take a step back, look at the situation in full, and find a better way to deal with it. But then that also helped me with some self realizations, mm-hmm. which made me start reflecting on some of my own meditations and things that I want to work on, things that I ask um, spirit for help with, ask your ancestors for help with work you're trying to work through. And so when I take that minute to step back and look at it in a, on a grander scale, that's when I realize, OK, these are some of the things that are starting to manifest themselves. And I see that I have to find healthy ways and healthy tools in which to deal with them. So that first tool is acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the first one. You can't do shit without even recognizing what the problem is. Right. And then taking that step back and taking a second has been so helpful. A little meditation, a little just a breathing, med- a breathing exercise for a second will help me for a second. Just not reacting right in the moment, not doing right in the moment. Even
1: just a pause is so clutch and it seems so small, Mm -hmm. but there's also like a pause. Like there are certain things, certain emails, certain when certain people email me, I have a standing rule that I have to wait 20 minutes, the minimum of 20 minutes before responding. Mm -hmm. Because some people, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's just the tone and they don't even mean it. Right. They may not even Mm -hmm. mean it. But sometimes it's just the tone in which somebody will correspond with you. And it'll just be like, you know what? I'm sick of this. And instead of me clapping back immediately, it's like, I'm going to take 30 minutes. Ain't nothing going to fall apart if I don't respond to this email in 30 minutes. So let me just take a couple deep breaths. I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to go to the bathroom, get me a yep. snack. And then I'm going to come back and, and respond to this particular person. A pause is key. <laughs> some, some, mm-hmm. And it sometimes it's just taking a beat. To give you a minute to, like Fran says all the time, zoom out. Zoom out. Zoom out. um, And see what the bigger yeah, picture is. Yeah, because it's always a bigger picture. Always.
0: There are so many things that we will all sit and ask for help with and different things that we need to work on, whether you're asking whoever, whoever it is you're asking. uh, Even if it's just yourself, universe, God, whatever. You are asking spirit for help. Sometimes we don't realize that that all of those things that feel like chaos and and uh, a bubbling are some of those things coming to a head that we really need to face straight on. So one thing that I've started doing with, with um, my love, with my loved ones in particular, actually, is if something bothers me. Which before, it's like, well, this is not a big deal because this is somebody you love. No, it is mm-hmm. a big deal because those things will pile on. And if something bothers me, I will communicate that. And I can communicate that in a way that doesn't take a lot of energy or it doesn't have to be a big rah-rah, but it's just literally taking a step back to be like, hey, this is how this affected me, and I want you to know it. And nine times out of ten, especially if it's somebody you love, you will have a reasonable uh, productive conversation. For sure. So that's that's you know one thing I've been working on, which then expels less energy for me in the yeah. street. You know, it's a, it 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 doesn't have to be a whole to do. I told, said on Jaden next that a white ma- a man called me a white woman in the street what? the other day. <laughs> Girl called me corny, called me a gentrifier, called what? me a white woman, all kinds of things. I was like, first and foremost, well,
1: first of all, was your hair like? what it was out there's no way yes exactly
0: i'm like bro are you did you have a hat on that ain't no white woman (laughs) no my hair was out and flourishing honey and the lady next to him was like that ain't no white." that's why i'm sick of these white people moving over here this shit is corny i'm sick of this corny shit (laughs) you know jade who's not working on self would have been like fuck you (laughs) but i was quiet Uh then he started up again and that's when i i said well you shut the fuck up but like, it, it and then i just kept walking though it was no stop it was no screaming yeah. like, it's just like nigga going about your Please. way you sound crazy and um you sound crazy <laughs> and another thing another thing i've started trying to do instead of cuss people out that was just a cuss out because you offended me but um another thing i try to do now I take a second and I ask people, "You, you good? Yeah. <laughs> like, did you? Do you feel you feel Listen, better now that you got that off of your chest?
1: You know, I'm sure and I, I'm it good. Stops Listen. them in their tracks so often. I've always said this is a practice, and this, you know, I've said this for a long. Or oh, I, I, it's been a long time since I fought somebody, but back Ooh. in my fighting days, <laughs> my practice every time there was never a fight that I had that was not preceded by this sentence. Are you sure this is what you want to do? That bad baby. Are you, question, sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Cause one question. thing, that's another, I ask <laughs> questions. That's another thing that I do. I ask hella questions. Jay will tell you, especially the people I love, cause I want to make sure I'm clear. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm clear. This is how I am interpreting what's going on if i'm missing something now is now is your opportunity to clear this up because i have no choice but to move forward with the information that i have so during my fighting days it was always are you sure this is what you You want to do do are you sure you want to do this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are you positive that this is what because this is what's finna happen are you sure That this is what you wanna do. I gotta ask myself, are you sure you're (laughs) Exactly So now the pause is about me asking myself, Mm -hmm. Girl, Mm -hmm. do you have time for this today? Do you have do you have the emotional capacity? Nine times out of ten you don't. Exactly. And I mean, all the time, and that's, especially on social media, I'll get worked up about something or just, you know, and I mean, that's just kind of a, I think it's a function of the culture that we live in. But I make it a business to check in with myself. And my question for checking in with myself all the time, is, especially on social media, it's like, is this my business? And ten mm. times, almost nine times out of ten, I was want to say ten times out of ten, it the answer is no. <laughs> this is not my business. This is not something I need to be well, invested in my energy and strength and focus and brain power toward and so i can move to something else and i've had to start asking
0: myself is how do you handle this business this business that bothers you how do you do that like how do you get this to a point where it doesn't become a volcanic bubble up you know what i'm saying handle it in the moment and let's move on to the next thing you know what I'm saying? Acknowledge the fact that this bothers you first and foremost, because that that also takes some acknowledgement. Yeah. Sometimes I I won't recognize that something is getting on my
1: nerves until it's gotten on my nerves ten times and by that time it's too and late. And we've been we've been socialized to just sort of swallow things and keep going. To just sort of yeah. like, you know, keep it moving, suck it up, man up, woman up, and just keep it pushing. But at the but yeah. like you said, if the if it goes unchecked, it will always erupt eventually mm-hmm. because we have to honor. That's another thing that I've learned. I have to honor my emotions. I have to honor my grief. Mm-hmm. I have to honor. Yes. I have to honor it because even like, and yes. I and I to let myself have this because even in my grief, you know, a lot of times I be, I find myself saying stuff like, Oh girl, I'm sure people are tired of hearing about this. I'm sure people are tired of you being sad. I'm tired of being sad. I'm sure You know, uh, you know, I don't want to be labeled as the grief girl, the girl that's always sad or anything, you know, just kind of taking myself through uh, these things. But the truth of the matter is that the grief that I that I experience any given time that I experience it is really a tribute to the relationship that I had with my brother. This is a huge part of my life. And so Mm -hmm. there are days when I, I woke up this morning and just couldn't shake it. For whatever reason, there there are so many there. Like you know, I just had to acknowledge it. Like I miss my brother today, mm-hmm. and before I can do anything else, I have to literally sit with that because I cannot sc- stuff it down and move through my meetings without sitting with the fact that I woke up this morning thinking about my brother, and that's just that. Is I knew that if I mm-hmm. don't, if I don't acknowledge it, I will end up in a puddle of tears in my on in my bathroom <laughs> at the end of the day expending a lot a lot more energy Which is fair. right
0: yeah
1: but it's just you have to honor your feelings whatever they are whether can it do. be whether it be fear whether it be upsetment and this is not saying that we you are allowed and even i tell myself in my prayer time god can handle it if i'm upset if i'm pissed if i'm angry if i'm afraid god has never been a, it's like you know god god is not offended by my emotions he made me he made me with these emotions so, it's okay for me to say, Lord, I'm having a hard day today. My God, these people are on my nerves. Like, it's okay for me to say that and ask for the tools and the strategies to move forward. So, it's about honoring mm-hmm. your feelings, knowing that you're having them. It's not weak, uh, having them doesn't make you weak or incapable or ungrateful it is just about acknowledging that this is what it, I'm dealing with today. And in order for me to move Absolutely. forward, I, ha- I can't just act like this is not a thing. Yep. Cause it's going to become a big, thing. a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. And and if we're not careful, it could become an unmanageable thing. And before you, yes. before you know it, you done, you done done something that you, you can't quite recover from, or there may be right. some other implication. <laughs> If I go off and cuss the people out down to the job, that's another conversation I, it, real, it, <laughs> it, it becomes another it, conversation it, it is. <laughs> so so I have it is my responsibility as an adult to manage my emotions and manage myself so that I'm always in the in the space where I'm functioning at like my optimal productivity. My creativity is backed mm-hmm. up my productivity is backed up when I'm not making sure I'm checking in with myself um, and making sure I'm good. Yep. So that was, that was our kitchen table talk. I thought it was a good we one. I just
0: wanted to, I thought it was a good one too. It's just doing a little self check in and, you know, kind of talking about some of the the personal work that we're working on. We'd love to hear from you all. Um, if you want to share those things, if you're open to sharing that, some of the things your work, some of the tools uh, for you working on yourself, how are you How are you managing that? Not just the self-care that we talk about in the Black woman self-care segment, but how are you really managing um, some of those things? Because a lot of us are, you know, in therapy or, you know, doing self-work. I know the pandemic has hit a lot of people really, really hard emotionally and you know, we're trying to find healthy ways to cope and manage. So we'd love to hear from the community. For sure. Right on into getting grown at podcast, at gmail.com. Gettinggrownpodcast yeah. <laughs> at gmail.com. What the okay. hell did I just All say? Right. <laughs> Gettinggrownpodcast. All the shit in the yeah. description getting box. Just podcast. read the description Gmail. box. Gmail.com. There you go. There we go. As well as the Twitter, the IG, and I, I guess the Facebook. I don't. <laughs>
1: I mean, you know, we check in there every now it's and there. again. It's there for your uh, participation, if that's your platform of choice.
0: (laughs) The Fiesta book, you know, for all 14 aunties who are listening to this show. (laughs) But we have an honesty box to get to, so let's get over there. All right, let's boogie, boogie,
1: boogie. Last year showed us that you never know what life is going to throw at you. (laughs) If, (laughs) If you use credit cards to pay for unexpected expenses, it can be overwhelming to manage that debt. Take control with Upstart so you know exactly what to expect. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners with a five minute online rate check. You can see your rate upfront for loans from. $1,000 1000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive your funds as fast as one business day. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash grown. That's upstart.com slash grown. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash grown. Honestly
0: truly honesty box time let's get into it praise the lord niggas hey jade and kia y'all can call me tiana because that's what my students say i look like oh, Okay. <laughs> they're super she says they're really sweet um how cute tiana the princess, princess tiana so or
1: tiana taylor well which one well either way
0: oh i'm not sure we'll take actually it. let's go with princess tiana okay. anyway i have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for about four months and i'm struggling okay First of all, he's one of the sweetest men I've encountered in the past few years. He's so attentive and loving, he makes it clear how he feels about me and is already telling me he wants a future with me. He had been moving a little fast, but when I told him to slow down, he listened and said he would give it as much space and time as I needed to feel how I feel when I have my bouts of I don't want to be bothered. He's patient and gives me space. I'm a single mom and he adores my daughter and is making every effort to be a part of her life. For me, that was a hard step to take to allow him to even meet her. So it does make me feel good to see how willing he is to want to love her. However, he literally has not gotten me any gifts or bought me anything. Oh boy. Three holidays have passed: Christmas, my birthday, and Valentine's Day, and nothing. Nice. I told him what I wanted for Christmas and Valentine's Day, and he gave disclaimers as to why he didn't get it. He said he wanted to go with me, to, wanted me to go with him to buy my Christmas gift. Yet never set it up. On my birthday, we went out with friends and he bought me dinner, but my friends and I, my friends and I bought my drinks and I got no gift. <laughs> and on Valentine's Day, he made some excuse about how he couldn't find any flowers that were decent, like that didn't even make any sense to me. I told him that my love language is gifts and acts of service, and so I'm conflicted. I'm learning to communicate in my relationship, so me telling him what I wanted and getting nothing really hurt me. So now I feel as if this is a red flag and I haven't been able to connect with him since Valentine's Day. My question is, is a lack of gift giving enough of a reason for me to throw this relationship to the side, even though he is checking off so many other of my boxes? Thank you, beautiful ladies. Princess Tiana.
1: Princess Tiana, girl, listen. I don't know if it's up to me to say whether or not this is a deal breaker because you establish your own deal breakers. I think Mm. if it were me, I, I mean I want to say I commend you for having the necessary conversations and making him aware um that this these are the things that you know you uh, value this is your love language receiving gifts is something that um, you know is very important to you you have you have established what the standard is you have, let him know. Well, I know. Okay. You have established what the standard is. I think if it were me in this case, I would let him know that he has not met it. And, <laughs> yes. and then, um, I would ask him if there was something, you know, just maybe get some more information. I will, I will continue the conversation. Is there a reason why this is something that you're not interested in? Are gifts not a thing for you? If they are a thing for me, and I'm telling you that I mean, if it, I mean like like help me understand why this is a a, a roadblock because this is something that is really a big deal to me. And if and if this and I'm a, and then let him know that if this is something I, I don't know that I can continue to be in a healthy relationship with you if this is something that um you are not not able to do. And it doesn't have to be a either or, right? I think it's fair, and I would acknowledge—I acknowledge that you have been an awesome partner in every other way. I would—I would, mm-hmm. I would uh, thank him, you know, for enlist and really let him know that you're not just coming to him with complaints. But I—I I acknowledge all of the ways that you have been an amazing boyfriend. This is just something that's important to me, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I think. It's, it all matters it to me it would be all about how he responded and to, and it's if it's something that I would hope if it, it's something that um is that important to you and he cares about you in the ways that he says he does, he would at least have a a it would at least be a conversation where you guys could talk through it and hopefully find some sort of resolve resolution yes, yes. I think that that's what that be agree. what I would do yes.
0: I agree. I would have a conversation about it. I would, you know, just talk to him straight up and down. Um, Hey, I mentioned these things to you and I noticed that um, you didn't do any of them (laughs) and you didn't make an effort to do any of them. And I don't know if you're having money problems. I don't know if you're cheap.
1: I don't <laughs> like, know I just want to if... help me understand. Like, is, if it's, is, is this help something that understand. is just not important to you? Is this something that you're unable to do right now? Like, just communicate with me. Let me understand. Give me some understanding around why these things are happening.
0: I don't think it's a whole deal breaker right no, now. I'm, you as know. you're asking, because he clearly... Um, listens on many other things that you said you needed to switch up on right so he's he's trying to be accommodating in that way and I think that speaks volumes Um, some people are
1: just cheap some some people just don't think about things like you know and I feel like guys it's especially like depending upon what their experiences are like what is Everyone has a different sort of standard of what of, of expectation in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I find that a lot of mm-hmm. times guys and women men and women kind of come at these things from very different ways. Um They do. From they can. Yeah, they can. So sometimes it's just a matter of getting on the same page.
0: But then I know some guys who are amazing gift givers, actually. What's so funny is Tristan's a better gift giver than I am.
1: Right. And I'm, yeah, I'm not saying, speaking generally, I'm just saying for some guys, they come at it, Mm -hmm. they come at it different. Like everyone's expression of thoughtfulness is, you know, it's not the same. It can, it can be, it can be very different. He could be a person, you know, that, you know. He likes to spend time with you. He likes to talk to you. His presence in your life, his conversation, his connection to you is what is more valuable to to him than actually going to the store. Maybe he's a terrible shopper. Maybe he don't like to go to like maybe he don't like to buy things. Like maybe he's the kind of person that been wearing the same jeans for 14 years because he doesn't like to like, you know, it could be any number of things
0: um we're not
1: sure you won't know until so you have that specific i think you just need more information i think you need more information Mm -hmm. but if you care about and there are things that may be an area of compromise you know what i'm saying after you hear what he has to say it may be something that you say okay i can work around this or if you hear what he
0: like maybe he like being yeah
1: and or if you hear what he has to say and and it and it listen it don't sit well with you then you have the information that you need to move in that direction
0: I had an ex-boyfriend who was so cheap, that nigga was the worst tipper in the world. And when I tell mm-hmm. you that's, that is, nothing irritates me more. And so every time we would go out to eat, because he was great in many other areas, but every time we'd go out to eat, I would find a reason to go, I need to go to the bathroom. And you would properly right tip the people. I sure <laughs> would, every single time. I said, all right, you know what, we're just going to, because he wouldn't let me tip at the table. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is really antiquated and kind of ridiculous, but okay. Uh, And obviously this was a long time ago, but I did start tipping them people myself, and that was my workaround in that situation. (laughs) So I, but I don't, but also you don't have to, let's be clear also, you don't have to compromise yourself or not express yourself in what you want um, just because somebody is that way, just because his love language is spending time with you, doesn't mean that yours does not deserve to
1: be acknowledged. Absolutely. And I, I hope that that wasn't I, what I was saying. I think I'm just saying you get, get no. more information. Um, yeah. You need more information. I think there may be some conditions or circumstances around why this is happening, or there may not be. <laughs> but mm-hmm. either way, mm-hmm. you have to decide what your deal breakers are in this in this relationship. And it's okay for you to ask the questions that you need to ask to get all the information that you need so you can know whether or not this is it. And it's okay if it's not it. It's... it's okay if it's not it.
0: It is. It's okay if he's super nice and all of these things. Now, if you really just really feel in this nigga and then you just find out he's cheap, 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 yeah. cheap. Like we said, you figure out some workarounds. Maybe maybe y'all just don't give no gifts to each other. Maybe you give all the gifts to yourself and your child. Yes. And, and then it's like, "All right, boom, nigga. We take care of ourselves and the household together." But you all have also been together such a short d-
1: amount of time. short amount
0: of time that I think that you have time to explore and date. And <laughs> yeah, I of, mean, y'all been know, dating for 4 months. More.
1: And that means like around Christmas time, y'all was dating for a month. <laughs> I ain't got to get niggas. I've been dating a year. This is again. what I'm saying. Just because so there's sometimes I'm like, you're not there sometimes yet. Sometimes niggas could be <laughs> like on some, I don't, I've only known we've been kicking it for three weeks. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's still very, very early.
0: It is. For gift giving. It is very early. So, and I know he was real quick to jump in and you had to tell him to slow down. Maybe, Maybe his slowing
1: down was like, okay.
0: <laughs> all right. Okay. Well then you're not getting these big ticket items just yet I don't
1: (laughs) don't know we don't even
0: know if you asked for big ticket items I just you have time to explore you have time to have conversations you have time to get to know and really figure out if this is something you want but you don't have to make a decision on it right now you have
1: plenty of time to just have fun and enjoy his company and if he doesn't check all your boxes maybe this is somebody that you just enjoy
0: yeah you know, I know you've made the big step of introducing them to your child. You know, maybe you scale back on it a little bit while you're exploring. Yeah. Or maybe you're happy to have somebody around who's comfortable and you have some clear conversations with your child about this person is mommy's friend. I don't know. There's, you can deal with this however, you know, however you, you choose. But I do think that it's, I think do, do think it's fair for you to explore uh, a little bit more if this person is, is making you happy in other ways. Um, And, you know, there's many things we have to work through. There's things you learn after years of being together Mm -hmm. that you have to work through. So just take your time. it's no rush. Uh, And that's it. That's all we got for you, Princess Tiana. Keep us posted on how it goes with Prince Navi. (laughs) 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 Maybe this nigga's a prince, and he wants to test you to see if you're trying to get his money. Like Chris from Married at First Sight, oh my
1: God.
0: with his lazy eye, girl. with child, and his evicted Subway. <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga! You are so useless. Oh, with I hate his him Subway. So much. Is evicted? Where he foreclosed? What's happening, girl? Yes, he wasn't paying the rent on the Subway, and this man sitting up here always thinking somebody's going after his money with his greasy he face. He ain't even got no money. You ain't got no money, and your daddy is a creep. Bye. Ugh, trash. Triggity, triggity, trash. Anyway, that has nothing to do with you, Princess Tiana. Please continue to send your Honesty Box questions to Getting Podcast at gmail.com, and we shall move into this black person
1: self-care. All right. I deserve... Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Black woman self-care. Black person self-care. Uh... Mm -hmm. I have an update. I know it was maybe eight weeks ago or so. I announced that I was doing a transformation challenge at Orange Theory Fitness. Yes, you did. I had my final weigh-in this past Sunday. I did not have major movement upon the scale, Um, but I'm not tripping. That's all right. I lost maybe around three pounds. But the good news Mm -hmm. is my body fat percentages are down. My muscle mass has increased. And I have hit all kinds of personal records, PRs, personal bests during the, throughout the challenge, and shaved a good chunk of time off my mile. I think I shaved a minute off my mile, uh, which is really, yes. really good. I'm great. I see, I see some definition in my arms and in my abs. I've been working, trying not to have potato salad arms because that's something that I do have a <laughs> fear of. Um, and so, you know, it is, it is. What I'll be honest, it was I was a little annoyed because, um, you know, other people I was doing the challenge with folks were were weighing in and had lost twelve pounds, fifteen pounds, twenty pounds, all of that. And everybody, and different. I'm still sort like I said, like like we said, I'm re sort of recasting, re under, re, uh, you know, re, relearning. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, things about myself, my own body image, how I think about my body, how I think about food, how I think about exercise, how I think about health and wellness. And so I recognize that my body is different. I'm a tall woman. I have a lot of muscle mass and muscle is heavier than fat. Um, and so I understand that. I, I also recognize that, you know, their body weight is not the only, way of noticing transformation or change or tracking transformation Mm -hmm. or change in the body and i mean when i think about things i'm a woman with a chronic condition i have rheumatoid arthritis the fact that i can Mm -hmm. run on a treadmill period is a miracle um there are people like you know there are folks in my who have been diagnosed with what i've been diagnosed with and have had are in debilitating pain And the fact that I am blessed to be able to move my body and have been able to train my body and see any kind of progress is a blessing. So I don't take that for granted. I'm very grateful that God is so kind um, and is keeping his promise to heal my body through health and wellness. And so I am feeling good and proud of myself for being diligent, working out four to five times per week for the last eight weeks. And I, I am gonna continue to press on and I'm accepting that I may never be hundred and sixty pounds again, and that's okay.
0: Because you're not the same age. I'm not the same age. I'm not in the same place. And my body looks that. great.
1: <laughs> so I'm not tripping. <laughs> it
0: looks amazing. It looks great. I'm, I'm just... very
1: grateful. I'm very grateful. So it looks amazing. <sighs> That's my update. My, my black woman, my black woman self care this week is uh,
0: very shallow, very tangible. You deserve. Um, I bought myself some new pots. Yes, I, I have not bought pots. I love it. In a minute, I deserve. I mean, a good and pot so set. I went and got me some caraways. Got me a pot. Oh, set, I live. You know, and I have some good pots in there now. But I said, as you know, as a grown, I deserve actually. Every so often to just get myself some fresh new pots and somebody who's in the kitchen as much, right? Seed. So got myself some Caraways. Um, they are ceramic nonstick, oh, I love it. uh, but they do not have that same toxic, uh, coating quality mm-hmm. as Teflon, mm-hmm. that coating, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ceramic coating. And so they're just really good, sturdy, heavy pots. Oh, we love it. Um, and I just wanted to add them to my collection. Y'all always you know the cast iron is going to always be my go-to and as well as the Le Creuset Dutch <laughs> oven cuz I just love me some good cast iron. I'm going to uh, get me a, I'm going to get I'm me really a Le Creuset. You going we going to get you a Le Creuset. Gonna me a Le That's Crusade. what we're going to do.
1: Wait till I get rich. <laughs> I'll buy you one. What color you want? Oh girl. <laughs> oh something something nice. Like one of them pretty blues like that royal blue one would be that. Uh, Oh, so yeah. Nice. I'll get you a blue one. I love it. Ooh, you can make you some stu- Oh, I love a Le Creuset. Yes. I love it.
0: All right. Y'all hold me to it when I get rich in Brachia, <laughs> which is going to happen soon. I'm Brachia, oh, yeah. Uh, Le Creuset. I'm speaking it into it. excited. But that is our Black Person Self Care. Uh, let's, I'm not going to tell you all to send us your Black People Self Care. You just send it if you want to. <laughs> but we would do have petty peeves to get to, so let's okay. do it. And I want to be very responsible the things i say to my sister because everybody know i can be real petty p-e to the t-t-y i don't it's time for the petty peeves petty peeves petty peeves i don't really know um who this petty peeve is directed oh at it's just so whoever whoever is directed at it should hit so i hear they're trying to pass the bill on daylight savings time oh my goodness which good because it's dumb <laughs> I don't know how y'all going to do that. You can't pass a bill about any goddamn thing else. So I don't know how you're going to do this. But why? Well, look, First of all, why'd you do doing it? I know you did it originally for farmers. Y'all don't give a shit about farmers. So why are we still doing that? Why are we still honoring this? You all don't give a shit about food. You don't give a shit about our the food that we put in our body, the regulation around it, you know, there's so many GMOs and things these days. Not all of them are bad, but a lot of them are. But you all don't give a fuck about farmers. So why can't we just get rid of this? You. That's it. That's you my want baby. your hour back. <laughs> That's she it. want her hour That's back. She want it back. I want my hour back. Or, you know, just keep it where it is and let, me get, let my body get used so I can just not be doing it. This shit is so dumb. And then winter and fall hit and niggas start getting depressed because it's four fifteen and it's dark outside. Why are you putting us through this hell? It's
1: troubling for sure. Just let us be. Leave us alone. What's your petty peeve? So this is really annoying, but um a few weeks ago, actually a month ago, I got a parking ticket. And, uh, so I, I went to pay the meter and it literally said no payment required, but something in my Sean and I said, take a picture of that, (laughs) take a picture of that for your records. And I did, and I'm so glad that I did because when I came back to my vehicle, there was a ticket on my dash. And so I went through the proper channels to dispute said parking ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had my documentation and my receipts in place. Like, hey, y'all, look at this picture. Date and time is clearly listed there. This is the date and time I got the ticket, and the meter says that no payment was required. So, like, what is this ticket about? So I mm-hmm. filed for the um uh dispute. And, and the dispute, the, do, the uh, documentation, they said that they would let me know uh, within one to three weeks via mail, U.S. mail, what the result of my dispute would be. So I never got any sort of correspondence okay. ever. And I checked. Um, and so they sent me another bill saying, now you have to pay the late fees. And I'm just like, I don't have to pay nothing. <laughs> because no, Mm-mm. I never got any sort of. You guys never let me know the what was the decision of my dispute or anything. I have receipts. I have all my documentation. Blah 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 blah, and um, they were like, "Well, uh, it says it says that we returned your dispute and said that the city was not at fault," and I'm like, "Well, I don't know." I'm. I i was not at fault neither, so I'm not really sure where we go from here. <laughs> it's like, how is the city how not, at, the fault city the not at fault, fault don't pay? when the meter told me that there was no payment required, and so I'm going back and forth with this lady at the parking the parking office, and um, she's just like, you could just go to court, and I'm just like, but if you lose, you're gonna have to pay the ticket, and you're gonna have to pay court fees. And I'm like, this is some bull swanking. You
0: won't, you won't lose if you go to court. I mean, that's annoying because nobody, first of all, nobody wants to go to fucking court in the pandemic. That's what I'm saying. I mean, nobody wants to go to court over that right now. But I, you won't lose. I can tell you that right now. I remember when I was sitting in court one day. First of all, I was so irritated behind this fucking ticket. Um, we got got this ticket in Jersey from a racist cop, a racist black cop. Uh oh. Yes. That they exist. Yes, I said it an Mm -hmm. anti-black officer peppers oh my god officer peppers so officer peppers gives us this um gives us this ticket and kept we you know we kept going to court to fight it because there was no reason for us to have gotten this ticket eventually this nigga's gonna say he suspected drug activity i could have literally punched him in his face when he said that (laughs) but that's not the point of the story the point is while we were sitting in the courtroom all of the different, you know, uh, they're doing. They're they're doing all the different. The judges seeing all the different people, and they're calling everything out. One man got a ticket because he ran out of gas on the side of the highway, and the officer gave him a ticket. I bullshit you not, because me and Tristan sat there and looked at each other. We said, they gave this nigga a ticket for running out of gas. So, judge reads the shit out loud got visibly irritated because the officer was there to contest Mm -hmm. it. And you know what? To all of you, first of all, cops, I I don't like cops anyway, but to all of you who show up to court dates because you just just have to be there to be the asshole and you want all of us to have to pay these tickets and shit so that the city and state can keep getting money from us, fuck you. (laughs) Don't you have other things to be doing than to be showing up for a funky-ass traffic ticket? But anyway... So the judge was visibly irritated and was like, I'm throwing this out immediately. He was like, I don't even understand why you got this ticket in the first place. I say all that to say, when you get ridiculous tickets like that, as annoying as it is to go, they're going to throw the shit out because it's stupid.
1: I'm just annoyed by this. I'm just like, I have done nothing wrong. Now I have to take time off work and deal with this Mm -hmm. in the middle of a pandemic. And it's like, guys, guys. Sue
0: the city after it gets, Like
1: this is so dumb. Sue the city. Just sue them. Just sue for fun. So dumb. But
0: that is another episode of get crow. <laughs> thank you all so much for coming to sit at the kitchen table with us. Um, uh, thank you for sitting with us every single for week. Sure. Shout out to all of you who hit us up about the episode last week. Again, Dr. Yaba was such a treat. um, And we'll have a good episode next week. Sis, you want to take them out and tell them what to do? Yeah,
1: man. Be sure as you are out here taking care of yourself and your loved ones that you are minding the business that is yearned and nobody else's. First and foremost. Check in with yourself throughout the week. If you find yourself getting upset, riled up, depressed, de-stressed about anything, Mm -hmm. ask yourself one question. Is this my business? And if it is not, then you have the right to move on with your life. Um, So, yes, mind the business that belongs to you. You also want to drink your water because the body needs that in order to thrive. Absolutely. Don't be thirsty. It's not a good look. Uh, And finally, don't be ashy. Because you also want to moisturize mm. your skin. If not, you run the risk of being out here looking like Sharon Osbourne. And nobody wants that. Oh,
0: don't nobody want okay? that. Okay,
1: want better for yourself. Take good care now. Bye-bye then.
0: You hear? And then don't you go no messing up nobody's skin. <laughs> and if you do, no. <laughs> <bye>. I
1: don't, <laughs> don't do do <a> tag <laughs> like that. <laughs> have an amazing day and if you can't oh yeah make sure you don't mess don't up you... nobody else's
0: make sure you go fuck up all of the other <laughs> niggas days you're here oh, God. <laughs> bye bye now
1: Bye.